Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Such Trash Wrestling Podcast. I am your host. My name is Johnny Romano. I'm alongside one of the best wrestlers in the world right now. He's the hatchet. He is the main man. He's my guy. Ramsey, how are you doing, brother? Doing good. We're going to go through a quick one now. I just want to go speak to you. It's, it's a little bit of content for the for the viewers, listeners. Uh, it's going to be running through. It's a new segment. It's called the Fab Five. Now, I just want to know your Fab Five. That is your four favorite wrestlers of all time. Could be from any company. Doesn't matter. And one tag team. Hit me up. Oh, man, this is this is tough. Um, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. <laughs> it's a I great question. I would say uh, early on as a kid, man, uh, like the like Surfer Sting. Yeah. Surfer Sting was like my like childhood. Like that's who like me at like eight, nine, ten years old. Sting. Yeah, that's the one that stands S- out. Surfer Sting. I, I like late er, later era Sting. Obviously the 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 era of Sting that was uh, the uh, Crow Sting or whatever you want to call the black and white Sting. The, yeah. the black and white Sting. It was still cool. Obviously, growing up in that era, but like that, like surfer sting, the colorful face paint, the matches with Vader and Rick Rude, yeah. those were even like that whole era of, of of sting was as as my as a child that was my that was my my favorite wrestler. So he's your number one. That would be my number one, um, man. And then Chris Jericho. Wow, Chris Jericho. You again, can't deny it, can you? Like. Seeing Jericho, I had like I like I told you the last time I was on um, that we did that I got a chance to see Jericho uh, at the Brian Pillman Memorial Show. Yeah, of all the people I had a chance to get my picture taken with, even at that fourteen year old, me was like, oh Jericho. Yeah, like the Lionheart, Lionheart. Uh, even his debut on Raw is still oh. like, like the that'll be the best debut of all time. Yeah, it's, I've seen it on countdown podcasts. Is like the pop as well. Yeah, the, the, the the fireworks. Yeah, when people think they're not going to know who he is, and oh. then then he comes out. Oh, biggest pop of all time. It's up there, probably. Yeah, it is. Um, man, Jushin Liger. You can't go without saying Jushin that. Liger. Like that was uh, again like like uh, for me my segue into Japanese pro wrestling at that same time. Again, I, I I could say Muda, but stuck, what sticks out in my head is that very first Monday Nitro. Yeah, when you had Brian, I watched for Brian Pillman. Yeah, because he was from Cincinnati, of course. And but he him wrestling Jushin Liger, and if you go back and watch it, I mean it's it's a good match. They've they've had better matches. I've gone through and watched a bunch of their other matches. They've had better matches, but it was man seeing Brian Pillman and Jushin Liger on that stage the very first match on the Monday Nitro and you're seeing those two guys. Yeah. You can't, you can't go wrong with that. And then when, uh, when I got to go to Japan in 2019, I got to see Liger. Oh, uh, he's retired now. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, that was one of the things, man, I, I, I really contemplated going to Japan to see one of the, the last great Muda shows. Well, yeah, I never got to see Muda, but to see Liger, uh, I think he was in a, like a, uh, like a, like a six man tag or something like that Yeah, on one of the G one shows. But I was like, man, I got to, I've got a picture of Liger doing a, doing a, like a cartwheel over the top rope. So that was, maybe uh, you bring in a mist in a match one time. Black uh, mist. Maybe, maybe. maybe. We've seen it by cryptid and Nova. So that's their shtick. They can, they can, they can keep that in there. Cryptid can keep that in his cosplay. Yeah. Well, he loves that. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, number four. Number four. (sighs) Uh, man, I'm going to go Minoru Suzuki. Wow. He, he's very close to being in mine, actually. Yeah. Longevity. Would, 
everything. Longevity, man, for me, when I got back into pro wrestling in 2017, it was looking at the guys in New Japan that I, at the time, and then I was like, man, this guy looks so familiar. And then I remembered he he was one of the early Pancrase guys. Yeah. He fought Ken Shamrock. He fought, like, who's who. Well, he's been like, here forever. Yeah, he, he fought all these guys in the early Pancrase era. He was part of, like, the inception of what MMA is today. Mm-hmm. Like, are because of guys like Suzuki. Yeah, he brought it to yeah. the industry. And then that style that he he came in with that that grappling based style. Obviously he uses the God style pile driver. Yeah, the best. As one of as his finish, but his his grappling style when you just see him in some of the matches, especially matches with like young lions and yeah. stuff like that. So I would say that man that uh Suzuki for sure. I think I know who your tag team is going to be. Ooh. I think I already know. I've it's, it's it's between two. There's two. There's two tag teams. I'll give you both. I'll give you my runner up. I know one of them. My runner up is the Hollywood Blondes. Well, of course. So I I didn't put Pillman in the in the top four because yeah. he would be in my Hollywood Hollywood Blondes and the Steiners because you and the Steiners. So that's my the, there we go. The Holly, <laughs> Hollywood Blondes and look at that. I mean, you got Brian Pillman and. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's a deadly duo. Both so you, ruthless as well. And you had like that, like, man, I'll tell you right now, what you should do is top five theme music. Oh, we'll get you back on for that. Because I'll tell you right now, the Hollywood Blondes theme music, mm-hmm. I literally go on YouTube and listen to on a regular basis. I think Suzuki's is up there as well. Suzu- uh, I read that. Kaze Ninare. Kaze Ninare is on uh, Spotify. Wow. Like three or four different versions of it. Have you got them all? Yeah. They're all on Spotify. Yeah. So I, they're, they're in my pro wrestling pop playlist. That's, I love it. But the, the Hollywood Blondes music is not. Different. That's on YouTube. Right. You can get that on YouTube. How many views have you gave that in the last uh, couple of years? Uh, quite a few. Pushing. I would say that. And then uh, the uh, Midnight Express theme. Ooh. The one that FTR redid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mate. Uh, but that's probably but, up there as well. That theme. Oh, FTR yeah, is that, unbelievable. That's like me, like that's a, like discovering that theme oh, and then be like, oh, that's like the Midnight Express. But ultimately the Steiner brothers. Steiner, number one. Number one. The not, 90 Steiner brothers. I mean, they were good and up until they split up and they split them up and did the, yeah. did Big Papa Pump. And, oh, and I did like Big Papa Pump. Big Papa, he was fun. Holla, if you hear me. Where my freaks at? Where my freaks at? <laughs> But with the chain, man, with the chain, oh, the, the weird like chain I thought that was awesome. Yeah, I love headgear that. thing. He looked cool, man. But just, but like, he got too big. Baby face, Frankensteiner, yeah, suplex and everybody. <sighs> the Steiner screwdriver, still one of oh. the scariest movies I've ever seen. In my Electric life. chair, the the Steiner recliner, yeah, uh, unbelievable. That man, the like that's if I watch if I want to watch dudes get clotheslined. Oh, mate, just watch Rick Steiner, and then you can't forget Steiner math. Steiner man. <laughs> Cut the most iconic for the evidence. Post Steiner brothers, Scott oh, Steiner is a different story. Yeah. That, it, something went wrong there. But, but you're, you wouldn't think it was the same wrestler, would you really? Yeah. It's like, if you didn't he, know. Like, like brown mullet. Yeah. Scotty Steiner. Dead fresh, no in, beard. In, in, in the, in the electric colored. Yeah. Singlets. In the singlets. Yeah. Just that, that era coming out with the Michigan jackets. Yeah. Awesome. Just, a throw just suplexing everybody on oh, their heads, because he wasn't the biggest guy either. And those dudes, those dudes were known like those, like 
in the realm of pro wrestling, obviously we all hear stories and podcasts and listen to like the guys from back in the day telling stories about the guys that were like legit tough guys. Yeah. Of course. You, yeah. you can't get like, obviously like modern day, you're looking at guys like Brock Lesnar, and Bobby yeah. Lashley and yeah. that have like competed in other MMA or like high level, uh, wrestling. Yeah. The Steiner brothers at that time had to have been two of the toughest dudes oh, in any locker room. And they were the hardest locker rooms ever yeah. back in the day. And then, I, I mean, I've read, I've heard some stories about those guys going to wrestle and like early on when they just, they were just legitimately cause they come from collegiate wrestling and, yeah. and nobody knew that nobody knew like your kayfabe and all this. And no, like no. back then they were just going to beat dudes up. Yeah. It's like angle. Yeah. It's like to anyone down. Yeah, but it, like, like at least Angle was in the era where like guys were clued in. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I get you. Like you're going through the training center and all this stuff. Like that was back in the day. Even you listen to Undertaker on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah. He was like, man, I just got beat up for like yeah. months. Yeah. I just went to this dude. I was like, I don't know how to <laughs> wrestle. And the dude just beat me up. Just spitting him around. Yeah. Whereas like the, if the Steiner brothers showed up to some like some wrestling school, and they're yeah. like, we're going to beat you up. And they're like, no, you're not. Yeah, no, no chance. Yeah, right. there'd be no, there'd be no hardcore yeah. Holly treatment. Would yeah, there, yeah. Like, like, like we're gonna beat you up, and they're gonna like go, try, try. Yeah, you can try. Yeah, good luck. It's, so that's like, man, like watching the Steiners and like, and man, I, I, man, I could, I could look at runners up and like obviously like honorable mentions or guys like, like I said, guys like Taz and yeah, stuff like that where like. You could have 10, couldn't you? Man, yeah. I mean, it's hard. you look at like- Disrespect uh, to flares and all stuff like that, you know? Obviously, like, man, I, I was at Sting, um, Jushin Liger. Uh, what did I say? You said Suzuki. Suzuki, Liger, Sting, Sting and the tag team was Diners. Diners? No, I missed one. Jericho. Jericho, 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 yeah. Y2J Jericho or Lion Tamer Jericho? Lion Tamer Jericho. Really? Love oh that. man, when he when he did the Lion Tamer and put his knee on the back of people's heads. Mega, yeah, mega. Which Lion Salt, Lion Salt as well. Lion Salt. Obviously I get, like if you've listened to his podcast, he was like, man, I, in Cruiserweight WCW, yeah. it looked vicious. Yeah. When he's doing that to like Dean Malenko and Rey Mysterio and these Lance guys. Lance Storm. And stuff like Lance Storm. And, but then he goes to WWE, you're like, man, you can't put, John Cena and that lion tamer. No, because he, yeah, he won't go up. But he, I mean, he's We're so that, big. Yeah, he's, he's so, so big. big you yeah, can't so get him big. like you can take you can take a guy like Mysterio and bend yeah. him in half. Yeah. Whereas he yeah, had to, he had to he convert into to. like more of a Boston crab. Yeah. But then if you watched when he did the um, when he did the what it was the trials of Jericho or whatever. Yeah, when he went back to being and lion he, re- he wrestled guys like Hootie Guerrero and and he was Hootie Guerrero. Yeah. yeah. Hoovy Juice. Oh my! We're not seeing him for years. And he, he put him in that, like, <laughs> he put him in the, he, he started pulling out the old, uh, dude, I'll tell you straight up. I forget which match it was. It might've been one of the hardcore matches he did mm. where he came out to white zombie. Oh, mate. He oh, came uh, out to his ECW theme. Oh, uh, hey, dub. Yeah. 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 Who was he against? Was he against Nick Gage or something? Was, I can't remember if it was the Nick Gage match or another one of the, like, he like had three the, or four, didn't he? I think it was, a, I forget which, which storyline that was. But was it the MJF? The Charles of MJF? He had to go through more to face MJF. He did something else after that, I think. There was something. It might have been the Juventud Guerrero match. It might have been. I can't remember, but I know there was a match where I was like, I, just, I had it on and all of a sudden I was like, that's not Judas. What is that? Yeah. And I was like, you see oh man, that's White Zombie. Yeah. He's coming out to White Zombie oh, right now. Mate. I and was he, like, oh. I, I thought Punk would have been in your Fab Five. Man, I'll, I'll tell you, I, like I said, I didn't grow up with ROH. Yeah. ROH was kind of the era that I was out of. But it was such a big part of your life with the straight edge and the the rock and the, I thought that would have been, was he, would he be close? 
No. Wow. No. Okay. Because it wasn't my, it wasn't. What you baby? It wasn't my era. Yeah, yeah. Like the whole, like the summer of punk and all that stuff. Like oh, that I've got amazing. friends back home that are straight edge kids that yeah. grew up that stayed in, that didn't fall into the jujitsu side and they stayed in the pro wrestling world. Yeah. 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 And they were, they, they would go to all the ROH shows and all that stuff. Friends back from Cincinnati that are like still pro wrestling fans. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like when I go home, like I'll catch up with some guys and we'll go watch it. I'll hang out with some buddies and watch AEW or something like that. Or yeah, watch, yeah, yeah. watch a pay-per-view of it's Get on or whatever. Chill, yeah. And, uh, but when I, I dropped into WWE briefly. I'd actually get my my dad to um, when they did the WWE CW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would get my dad to two thousand six, uh, I think. Whatever that was, whatever that era was, when I because I was also a fan of Killswitch Engage. Right. So when they did that show, the the one night stand. Did you watch that? Yeah, that was yeah. mega with so Heyman I, at the at the start. Yeah. So I I dropped in for a moment when they when they did the WWE CW. They messed it up though, big time. Yeah. Yeah, it was it. it was one of those things where I dropped in, I watched a bit of punk, and as soon as they started bringing in Bobby Lashley and all yeah. these guys, and I was just big in show was the ECW like, chump. I was oh. like, this is an ECW. I want to see I want to see Sandman and Sabu. Sabu, that's it. Yeah, like Tommy like, Dreamer. Give me those guys. RVD dropping dudes on their head. Give me RVD. Yeah, Joey Styles doing Van Daminators and Daminators. Yeah, none of yeah. that. Where I, I want to see Joel Gertner. <sighs> like if they would have had that, I would have been in. But yeah. it was like Raven. I like the, the CM punk stuff was cool. I dropped in a little bit on YouTube and watched the, the, the pipe bomb stuff. And that was badass. Yeah. But it was, it, it wasn't my air. I didn't care enough at that moment. Yeah. 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 That was when podcasting just started as well. We yeah. called Cabana and that. Yeah. And I, I just wasn't like as, as influential as CM punk was. And as much as I like, and for me, like growing up in the straight edge punk rock world, yeah, the whole like straight edge society thing was just so like cliche cliche cringy kind yeah, of bit, like yeah. i was like ah bit like, much yeah it was like it was like a caricature embarrassing of, yeah it was like a caricature of what what i grew up in it was vince yeah it was it was, Vin, it was vince's oh yeah let's do this yeah cm punk telling him what straight shave edge a woman's is, head and, and, and he's all like that. oh straight shave her head oh like i just like I, I couldn't uncle festus and all that yeah and like you had guys that weren't straight edge and yeah. like doing doing the gimmicks and stuff and i was just like ah, i can't get into it yeah fell off so for me it just wasn't as much as like the cm punk character actually there was a somebody for the last one of the one of the aew shows that punk was at there was a guy that redid all the cm punk shorts Oh yeah. Basketball shorts. Yeah, so I got, yeah, yeah, I've got yeah. a pair of like XXX that's sick. punk basketball shorts that I picked up That's sick. just for me. I mean, that's like the straight edge culture and, and, and what I grew up in and, and, and like, it's still, he's, well, Darby Allen's carrying it on now as well. I think so. Yeah. He's yeah. Straight edge. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a, there's a handful of guys in, in the industry. I'm sure. Um, I know one of the guys from, uh, what are they called now? Viking Raiders. Yeah. 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 Andy Williams, I think, uh, uh, and some other war guys. raiders used to be called war yeah. raiders. Yeah. Yeah. One Viking of guys, raiders now. Yeah. Yeah. One of those guys, uh, I'm pretty sure a straight edge, but I mean, it's, it's CM Punk just wasn't my guy. No. Like I would drop in and watch a match here and there. And, uh, and I mean, his moveset was cool. And, and he had, uh, and I was, early on before they, before they let him get the, um, the, uh, uh, what's his theme song now? The, uh, call the personality, call the personality before yeah. he had that, they, he came out to see, uh, kill switch engage. Yeah. That used to be Randy Orton's theme, you know, was it? The yeah. Kill Randy Orton came out when he was a uh, young Randy came out and that was on his debut and he had well, the, the kill the switch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And he just didn't fit yeah, yeah, through it's... the darkest. Yeah, yeah. Sick, sick music. So that was like, I mean, I've seen kill switch engage that same. So funny story. 
the same show that I saw every time I die for the very first time, yeah. Kill Switch Engage opened for him. That's sick. That's sick. So that was, it was uh, all wrestling. Yeah, Kill Switch Engage and and every time I die in a in a youth cultural center in Louisville, Kentucky. America's in, a weird place. In front man. of about twenty people. America's a mad place. Yeah. <laughs> Kill Switch Engage, who ended up being this huge epic headlining. I know heavy metal band playing at a youth cultural center in Louisville, Kentucky. In front well, that's of how all people. these wrestlers start. Yeah, it's uh, I mean Ten that's people and the cousin. Exactly, exactly. Well done, Ramsey. There's your Fab Five. We are Jericho. We are Tazuki. Thunder Liger. Sting. Sting. Hollywood Sting. No, no, no. Surfer Sting. Surfer Sting. sting. Hollywood Blondes. Hollywood Blondes. And the Steiners. Steiners. That's your Fab Close Five. Close runner-up. Hollywood Blondes. Tag team. I got I to gotta, I gotta throw some uh, Cincinnati love. Just a bit of respect. Yeah. That was your Fab Five. Cheers, Ramsey. Appreciate it, brother. Thanks, man. Appreciate it.